Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is The Taryn Lamp Show. Hello, everyone. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me. This is The Taryn Lamp Show, season seven, episode number 12. So I'm trying out a couple of new things today. I hope you guys um, can hear me. So as soon as people come on here, I will see if people can hear me. Um, And as soon as I get my guest on, I'll definitely see if she can hear me. I'm trying out, one, I'm trying out turning my phone in a different direction. So I don't know if that's going to work. Two, I'm trying out this microphone thing. So I'm not sure, like I said, if people can hear me. Um, So I'm trying out those things. Um, Dr. Atkins, great. You're on. Can you hear me, Dr. Atkins? Like, can you hear me just as a, an audience member? If, see, can you hear me? If you guys could type in the comments, if you can hear me, cause I'm trying out this new microphone and it's like plugged up to my phone. So can you guys hear me? And can you guys see me in the right direction? Cause I twisted over my phone. So somebody let me know if they can hear me and if you can see me. Okay. So you can hear me. And then as far as like the landscape versus portrait of my phone, can you see me okay as well? I changed my phone from portrait to landscape because I want to see what that does. So can you see me okay as well? Um, if, If one of you guys could let me know if you can see me and hear me, that would be great. Oh, I'm sideways. That's what I thought was going to happen. Okay, so let me turn it back over. Let me turn it back and see. I bet. Is that better? So that's probably better, right? I tried it out the um, landscape way, but that probably doesn't work. So I think that should be better. Is that correct, Dr. Atkins? So this is the Taryn Lamb Show, season seven, episode number 12. Thank you so much for joining me. Reminder, we are here every Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time with a new guest. Okay, um, with a, am I still sideways? I hope I'm not still sideways. So with a new guest each week, thank you so much again for joining me. I truly, truly appreciate it. Make sure you are going to YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. I've named it Perfect People, P-U-R-R-F-E-C-T for you know what, purr like a cat because you know I am also a cat lady, so perfect people. So it'll have my cat episodes as well as these interviews with amazing people that we do every Tuesday. So again, the Taryn Lamp Show. Let me get my guest in here, Dr. Atkins. Let me get you in here. Let's see. Dr. Atkins, you should have got an invite via your Instagram to come on in. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you great. I'm cold, as you can probably tell. I'm in Chicago, so it's cold. <laughs> Other than that, doing great. So great to see you. 
kind of. Yes, right, right. Yeah, it's it's a little bit cold and rainy here too. Not the normal California weather, but that's what we have now. So, what what part of Cali are you in again? Um, the Bay Area. Okay, that's right. Um, yeah. Okay. So colder there. Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. So, how was your day? First of all, Ooh, long. All right. It's like I think I think it's long because it was like rainy outside, and yeah. usually. I get to go outside during lunchtime to like spark up the day and keep going. But I had to just sit and watch the rain instead. So I'm just like dragging now. Like, uh. oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll pep it up a little bit. We'll pep it up. So guys, this is Karen season episode number 12. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really am interested in your topic, Dr. Atkins. I purposely did not ask you a ton of questions because I want to, I mean, before this, because I want to hear you know, a little bit more about your topic. When I think about, especially with, um, and I, I think you know my story, especially with the different things that I have. And I've always thought about this with relating to cancer specifically to um, myself. And a lot of people have talked to me before about the, you know, starting this journey. So can you tell everybody a little bit about what you do and a little bit about kind of kind of your specialty and maybe how you got into that and how it, you know, serves what you do in your, in your profession and community? Uh, so, yes, that's a complex question. But um, so I'm a board certified internal medicine physician um, here in the Northern California area. Um, so I see everything, um, basically. But my passion for plant-based eating started back when I was a teenager, Okay. Um, so actually I was just learning things myself because I was overweight. I weighed 199 pounds when I was 14 years old. And I was like, I have to find a way to uh, make myself healthy. Um, so I do not end up with any chronic illnesses that ran in my family. So, um, I was just learning as I was going along, not really necessarily relating it to, um, my, um, patients are in physicians until patients started asking me about what can I do besides be on medication um, to help with illnesses. And mainly it was like high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, high cholesterol, or trying to lose weight. Um, so that that's what they were trying to avoid. And that's what I tried to avoid myself. And I'm like, oh, you know, other people are actually interested in learning about this and not just me. <laughs> so. So that's that's why now I'm out talking about it more. Um, so people know that you don't necessarily have to be on medications or you may not have to be on as many medications as you are taking um, because most of the chronic illnesses definitely are linked to nutrition. And so if you can adjust what you eat, um, you're less likely to develop those illnesses. Um, so... So can you explain to me, and this, you know, again, pardon my just not knowing, and I could have asked you all these questions earlier. Um, thank you so much for joining me, guys. This is the Taryn Lamb Show, Season 7, Episode 12. We were talking plant-based lifestyle and medicine with Dr. Atkins here today. So the difference, or explain to me what is meant by plant-based, because you hear so many things, right? You hear this atarian, that atarian, plant-based, vegan. <laughs> What is, when you say plant-based, what is meant by that? I know that seems like a simple question, but really, I really, you know. No, I get that question a lot. So that's why I smile because that is definitely, because you hear so many things. And definitely now, because it's more of a marketing term, you mm -hmm. hear plant-based, 
um, that's basically um, interchanged with vegan. Um, so vegan um, is you just don't eat any animal products at all. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's not um, processed. It can still be like heavily processed, um, high in sugar and fat. Um, and then sometimes veganism also means that they're um, focusing on animal rights. Um, so they can go as far as to actually not like um, having any type of material clothes or, you know, anything that would be animal related or related to animal cruelty, makeup, you know, skincare, all sorts of things. Whereas when I say plant-based, we're looking at a whole food. So usually we try to put that whole food plant-based in front of it because that's where the actual benefits come from, not just um, changing from not eating, uh, from eating meat to not eating meat, like um, plant-based ice cream, like I say, is a good uh, thing, or vegan desserts. Um, so they're still highly processed and high amount of sugar compared to if you're eating like lentils and, you know, apples and berries and leafy green vegetables where all your nutrients and antioxidants come from that actually help decrease your risk for chronic illnesses. So there, so there is a difference or there's not so much a difference? So the biggest thing is it's not processed. Like if you not look processed. at the, the benefits of whole food, plant-based eating our nutrition, that is minimally processed foods. Okay. And that's where you get the benefit um, for the chronic illnesses. Yeah, because I always feel like, you know, there's lots, so many, <clears throat> excuse me, so many things. And I never actually knew. I was like, let me just ask her, like, what is meant by that? Like, if I say I want to do plant-based, what am I actually doing? You know, or, yes. you know, I get, the, I get the gist of it, but I want it. I like that you've um, phrased it as whole foods plant-based. That makes it, I think, a little easier to kind of understand and figure out, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like you said, so the two things I'm going to remember when I ask myself, what is it? Whole foods and um, not, not processed or, or less processed, if you will. Right. Minimally keep, processed. Minimally that's what we processed. Say. I think those are the things when I think about now defining it for myself what that looks like, that would be it. So guys, this is uh, Dr. Atkins today. She's talking to us about plant, a plant-based lifestyle. She's a physician, internal medicine physician in California, and she's kind of giving us uh, the down and dirty on what that means and how <laughs> it can help us prevent illnesses in the, in the future or illnesses that might run in our family. So can you give us maybe some examples of are some things that you, you've mentioned just benefiting from the illness specifically, but any other things that this might prevent, like I'll give you, I'll, I'll give, just give you a question for, for myself. Um, I actually had surgery recently. And so I, and you heard me just, <clears throat> you know, and I feel like there's just a lot of inflammation coming up, mm -hmm. right? Like not fun, you know? Yes. And yes. Things, there's some benefits that I could be getting from some plant-based things. And that doesn't have to be the one you give me, like, what is that? But I'm just kind of trying to connect some foods that might help me with, help us with different things. Um, can you yes. maybe give examples of the link between a few things and, and what benefits we might see? Yes. So I would say leafy greens are like the mainstay, like they can help with everything. Okay. <laughs> so um, when someone asked me what they should eat, I was like, <laughs> add in leafy greens. If you uh -huh. do nothing else, add in leafy greens. 
um, because it can help uh, decrease your blood pressure because they have nitric oxide in there, dilate the blood vessels, decrease inflammation, mm-hmm. um, helps control your blood sugars better, um, has a lot of antioxidants in there that helps with your immune system. Um, so, so the leafy greens, I say, is number one when people add in. Um, okay. Let's see, uh, beans um, and like lentils, because you have a lot of fiber that helps with the digestive system, helps with blood sugars also. Um, so it's, it's a lot of benefits from each food, but they actually do very similar things. Um, mm-hmm. If you try to tease out um, individual things, like if you need more calcium, you may not do like a lot of spinach, but spinach has, you know, uh, a lot of the other things, like I said, nitric oxide, things like that. But when you put it together, like eating like the rainbow, like we say, not yeah. not Skittles, but the rainbow <laughs> of good <laughs> fruits and vegetables, then you get to hit all those different areas. And um your body uh, definitely reacts uh, to everything that is good in that standpoint. So if we try to look at it more as our body um, and illnesses are a continuum, like um, we don't necessarily like high blood pressure, um, diabetes, um, dementia, cancers, all like you said, related to inflammation. It's all with the, um, the vascular system, like where things are going or cell replication. So we're not individualized. It's not really what we think of now as separate illnesses. All the time we think of separate illnesses is because treatment like uh, medications. Mm -hmm. So they want to pinpoint how they can actually hit a certain thing uh, as far as medications. But when we think of nutrition, we think of it as just like whole foods, our whole body. It's going to help everything. Oh, that's a good way to think about it. Like, you know, I want to eat those whole foods for my whole body, you know, like, if you connect those two, because I always, like I said, with just recently having surgery and I've had a lot of surgeries in the past and I mean, I'm coughing up stuff and all that jazz. Um, I feel like, okay, what are some things, you know, that, and to your point, the leafy vegetables and I, and I have been eating um, vegetables, you know, during that, during this process, but to be honest, it's been really hard to eat a lot of anything um, just Mm. right post-surgery. Right. But I think once I get back into it, you know, it's just thinking about, to your point, my whole entire body, especially with the different things that I've had going on. And if right. people know me, they know I'm a medicine rule breaker. Like I'm the worst patient on earth. Like, <laughs> do something else, because clearly that doesn't hit hit me where it should. You know. Yes. Um, I, I I recently took my medication into to my doctors, and I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I just took a whole bag in. Hey V, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us. We are talking plant-based lifestyles and medicine today and how that can kind of help us with chronic illnesses and just things of our whole, the thing I've learned so far, so to catch you guys up, is that I want to eat things that are minimally to no process. I want to make sure that I'm eating whole foods for my whole body. That's kind of um, the 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 summary of things when I, when I was asking about what should I be doing? So whole foods for my whole body. Hey Ben, thank you so much for joining us. If you guys have any questions with regards to plant-based lifestyle, plant-based eating, this is Dr. Atkins. We have her on the, on the line on the show today and she's giving us good tips on these guys that just joined us are their health, health uh, fitness people. So they, we, each other from the gym so so it's a good tie-in between obviously that fitness and keeping your whole body 
from the inside out? Because I'm assuming, and maybe that's a good question, I'm assuming you come across a lot of people that from the outside, they look great, and then from the inside, not so much. Right, right. And so that's, um, I think, COVID, the pandemic really brought that out for a lot of people that thought they were healthy. But like you said, a lot of inflammation that may be going on in our body by the different things that we do to our body, um, whether we're having like excess sugar or um, dairy, dairy can cause inflammation for a lot of people too. Um, and you may be slim, like looking and, and no one's told you that you had diabetes or high blood pressure or heart disease, but maybe you hadn't actually had it checked recently or something like that. But a lot of those illnesses go like your body tries to keep them at bay as much as possible. So it's like a boiling pot. You don't necessarily know that it's going to actually burst because so, there's a lid on it because your body's trying to keep it down, keep it down. And then all of a sudden, it's just like the straw that broke the camel's back. And all of a sudden, oh, I have all these things going on. So a lot of people tell me, like, especially as they reach a new decade, they're like, oh, I didn't have that problem when I was younger. And I'm like, you probably did, but your body was able to keep up a little bit. But the more you, you know, do things to it, mm -hmm. the more it's going to actually react. And then finally it's saying, okay, enough's enough. I can't do this anymore. I need some help. Right. Yeah, I can definitely see that as I've reached a couple more decades mm -hmm. <laughs> than, than I was when I was it was like because that's like i was i've been telling people even just recovery right like i yes. can um hey kina how are you we are talking to dr atkins today from california she is sharing with us about a plant-based lifestyle as it regards and she's a doctor from california so if you have any questions for her, make sure you type those in the comments um anything you know plant-based lifestyle for our physician on the line. So thanks guys for joining us. This is the Taryn Lamb Show season seven, episode 12. Yes, hearts. I see some hearts. Thank you very much. <laughs> so yeah, as I was thinking about recovery, right? Like even recovery has been a little bit more challenging for me than I had anticipated mm -hmm. because I'm kind of wiser as I like to say, mm -hmm. um, you know, reach, you know, a little different than I had my major surgery last time. So this major surgery is kind of hitting me a little mm -hmm. differently because so I think even when I think about recovery and thinking about eating you know even though I can't get in a lot I need to be very diligent or vigilant whichever the one is on what I am getting in right yes yeah exactly go ahead were you gonna, so, go ahead well I was just gonna say maybe uh, if you can't get in a lot you know do small uh, meals and then like chop it up finely you know things like that mm -hmm. to still get it in or soups um, that you can get some vegetables with the broth and things like that. Um, so that definitely can help for you too. Yeah, I have been, I, I kind of uh, tried something new, bone broth. I've heard um, of that. Yeah, I think it has, I think it's a good source of protein from what I understand. And because I couldn't get a lot of like solid stuff down. So mm -hmm. to, what I did was I put the soup and then I put some bone broth in the soup. Mm, okay. It allowed me to get some flavor but still some, you know, some protein in there. Now that probably doesn't seem plant-based. It seems more animal-based, but. Yeah, know, bone broth is, yeah. That, but that was something I was like, I, try, I tried at least to get something else in, you know, that wasn't right, right. the big, you know, it wasn't like it was a big chunk of something that I just couldn't eat, you know, to begin with. So um, what about like, I guess that's something to think about too, I mean, do people kind of get this epiphany about plant-based like in their wiser years 
or I think it's becoming, I feel like there's been people even more, it's more, do I want to use the word trendy or do I want to use the word just now people are more knowledgeable about it now, even than the younger generations than, than we, than we were before. Well, I don't think it was, um, well known before well, like i said when i was um in the in the 90s um even yeah. though like when i look back now i'm actually studying for board certification for lifestyle medicine now and they've had okay. you know studies that were you know went back uh years and years ago um uh decades so it was actually uh benefits that actually were seen there but it just wasn't you know uh you know knowledge that Mark, we just didn't have it at that time but now that they've been saying things about, um, you know, the benefits of plant-based nutrition uh, and, you know, or vegan, you know, uh, depending on which, which word you want to use, um, the marketing, the people are coming out with marketing. So you see a lot more um, of the companies coming out with like meat-based substitutes, um, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, I can tell people when I was um, starting out vegetarian, they had a veggie burger Right. But it consists mostly of vegetables. And what happened was is that they still weren't tapping into that market of meat eaters because they're like, oh, this doesn't taste like a hamburger. I don't want to eat this type mm -hmm. thing. So now we have the what the impossible or the beyond right. meats um, that look and taste more like meat um, that people are, uh, you know, gearing towards. Um, so I, I think it's just now becoming more um more people are out here. You have the social media, so you're seeing it more now than when you didn't have social media and in the 90s, so people are actually really pushing for it. And of course, in lifestyle medicine, we're trying to get the information out also to tell people the benefits of that for their own health. And then also it helps the earth um, yeah. <laughs> because it does not cause as much, um, you don't need as much land um, or water to, um, make vegetables and vegetable based foods compared to if you try to turn oh. a cow into a hamburger. Oh, okay. I don't want to think about that right now. Um, okay. So we have three questions on the table. So the first <laughs> one is what are good plant? I'm going to read you all three. So what are good plant-based alternatives for omega fats? What are the benefits of being plant-based? This is somebody who came in a little later. And are they the same vegan and plant-based? So let's go with the first one first. Um, what are what are good plant-based alternatives for omega fats? So that would be like the nuts, like walnuts and seeds. Um, that's the biggest thing there, flax seeds. Um, so I just tell people a um, teaspoon, teaspoon of ground flax seed a day is very good. That also helps with blood pressure. So again, just telling you that different things can help with um, different foods help with different things. So it's just think of it as a continuum. Um, the benefits of plant-based. Uh, I think that was the next one. Um, it benefits the whole body. Like I said, everything, like just starting from the brain, there's been, there's more research being done on um, how plant-based eating may actually help prevent dementia, which is a big thing for a lot of people. And if we look at it, it's more um, vascular like related. So if you think about that, if you don't, if you're not clogged up with like cholesterol and fats, um, your brain is likely better to work. Of course, decreased risk of stroke, heart attack, um, uh, vision, decrease your risk of diabetes, uh, decrease your risk of cancer are actually, um, there's been studies done for breast cancer, uh, prostate cancer and colon cancer um, that plant-based eating can help and even in uh, prevention of recurrence of uh, these types of cancers. So even if you did develop 
um, a cancer, you can definitely still switch and um, decrease your risk of recurrence. Um, then let's see, uh, it helps something with autoimmune diseases too. Uh, so like uh, muscular sclerosis um, that people can uh, actually benefit from um, arthritis, of course, joint pains uh, decrease uh, the pain that you feel like people have chronic inflammation because of that. Um, so it actually been help um, shown to help with that. Um, let's see. Um, and then bloating vegan, gut. Okay. Vegan versus plant-based. Are they the same? So no, that's going back again. So veganism, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the healthiest. So I could tell people Skittles and Oreos are vegan, but not necessarily we want to think them as plant-based. So that's why, again, I put that whole food in front of there. In marketing terms, they may be interchangeable. So you may see like on uh, food labels that this is vegan or this is plant-based, um, which means it is, you know, no animal products in there. Um, so that will be the the common thing. But if you want the benefits of plant-based eating, you want to look at the whole foods again. So that's that's the biggest difference of what, what you're actually trying to do. If you're just looking for something that doesn't have animal products in there, which is still healthier because, you know, animal products have a lot of cholesterol, um, which you don't get in any plants um, except for very few. Uh, but most of the plants that we eat has no cholesterol in there um, or little saturated fats. Um, so the question, the next question, does meat cause these ailments? And I don't know if you mean that they necessarily cause them, but you're not necessarily saying they're helping them. Right. Maybe. So they're, they're, um, it's hard to say cause, um, yeah. but they're linked. So they can definitely um, turn those genes on in your body. Um, so um, if you look at it as it, it, it contributes to them. So we, we don't necessarily say that um, eating meat causes diabetes, but it doesn't necessarily help it. And if you yeah. stop it, you can possibly reverse it. Okay. So science can't be that cut and dry, cause and effect. I know. It would be, be hard to, to, to prove that. <laughs> and then if it, if it, I, but if we could say that for sure, everybody would probably stop. But you, like you said, you can't say anything definitively about, you know, cause and effect of. Yeah. And, and I don't even think they would. <laughs> yeah. I, like I have patients, they're like, I don't care. I love bacon. I got to have my bacon. I know it's causing my cholesterol to be high, but I'm eating my bacon. Right. So. But I don't, yeah, I, I try not to eat it. Hey, Carolina, how are you? Thank you guys so much for joining me. We are talking plant-based lifestyle today with Dr. Atkins on the live. Um, yeah, yeah, Keena, right. Probably not, right? They probably wouldn't say say it like that if, if, uh, even if, even if they really thought it did, they probably wouldn't say it like that. So totally get it. Um, let me make sure I got all the questions. Yeah, it would get like that. I think the um, the meat industry would be a lot, um, prevent that from being actually said. That would definitely cut their business. They yeah, especially if Oprah said it too. Um, like she did that <laughs> for the meat. Okay, we got another question. So we're talking, guys, this is, um, and we're going to go a little over, I think, because we got so many questions on the table for Dr. Atkins. We're talking plant-based lifestyle today, plant-based um, kind of, Overall, plant-based Dr. Atkins is an internal medicine physician in California, and she's kind of giving us some really great information. So we've got some good questions going on. Can you please elaborate on what is considered whole foods? Would that mean eating mostly raw vegetables, fruits, grains, etc.? So it doesn't have to be raw. 
Um, of course, uh, I do um, have people eat raw vegetables because when we cook things, sometimes we can overcook them and cause some other issues where we don't get all the nutrients in there. So it doesn't mean you have to eat everything raw. You can definitely cook them. But when I say whole food, it's like you can actually like look at it and know what it is. So um, compare, like, what do they say? So something like oats compared to, um, oh, no, let me use this simple example. Apple versus applesauce versus apple juice. Okay, so you if you just look at the juice, if it didn't say apple juice on there, you wouldn't know what type of juice it was, right? You look at applesauce, you can probably, you know, oh, it's probably applesauce. But if you see an apple, you know that it's a whole food, it's an apple, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's how you want to look at it. So it's processed down. So um, the more you can get in its original form, um, because that's where the nutrients, most of the nutrients are, that's where you want to be. So if you want to try to stay um, on that left side as much as possible of the whole food. Yes, you, whole grains, so like oats and uh, quinoa, um, mm -hmm. brown rice, things like that, um, compared to white rice where they strip away all the nutrients. Um, so we would look at it like that. Um, so v was v that the does that help V? I think that might help your question. Um, because yeah, I, I can see that. Like again, I'm, I'm like thinking to myself, okay, if I go on the left side of the spectrum, you know, if I look at something, do I know what it is? <laughs> you know? Right. Great information. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I just want to, um, if we have any other questions, please uh, put them in the comments real quick. We are at eight o'clock, but we can just go over just a tad, but I did want to be respectful of Dr. Atkins time and, and audience time as well. So we've got some great questions going on. If you have any last minute questions for us, please put those in the comments. We're definitely going to have Dr. Atkins back because I feel like we got a lot of questions <laughs> during this time. So, but it is an interesting yes. time. I think that, it, like like she said, it's great information. And, you know, thank you for sharing with us because there's so many things out there that um, we, could, we could be doing, or A, we should be doing, that's probably A, we should be doing A. <laughs> <laughs> we could be doing. And C, I think there's a lot just we don't know yet, right, about this topic. Um, and to your point of as we get wiser, yeah, right. Um, Kina says, thanks so much. Great information. So Wonderful. I think there's some things to kind of explore in this topic and how you can kind of make it your own. Because, you know, right. I, I know that, you know, there are a lot of plant-based cookbooks out there. And th I think there's also, to be honest, and maybe we can have this just pure conversation next time, is there's a lot of misconception that some of this stuff can't be good. Right. And that that, that is... That's no. it right there. So that's why that's why people don't want to give up stuff because they mm -hmm. think healthy food will taste nasty. Yes. So um, it, I think it's on one of the documentaries, one of the plant based documentaries that they talk about. They're like um, people always say that they think plants wouldn't taste good. But what do you flavor your meat with? You put spices on there. That's plants to make it taste good. Right. So I thought that was so insightful. I was like, that is so true. Like you, yeah. you, you're using plants and different seasonings, herbs to actually flavor your meat. And you're like, why, hmm. why would you do the same with the, the vegetables? Or why wouldn't I <laughs> plant based in the begin with? Um, <laughs> Tina says it's a lifestyle and, and it seems it takes time for prep maybe. And that's also a possibility, right? Yeah, so, um, so I don't think necessarily that it would be longer to prep certain things. Sometimes it's just because it's new. 
um, that you like, you're taking your time more, you're trying to figure out um, how your taste buds will react. And I talk to people about that a lot. So it, it definitely is a lifestyle. It definitely does take some trial and error in the beginning. And then once you have your like, go-to recipes um, or your go-to meals is just like you would make, you know, baked chicken and broccoli or something that people eat all the time. So you will have that um, in a plant-based style that you have. Like my, my easy thing to make is like lentils and Brussels sprouts or, um, you know, uh, chickpeas and um, kale and a, a baked sweet potato. You know, it, it can be that simple. It doesn't have to be complicated and I just think because it's it's new information for people, they think that it could be too much for them and overwhelming. Yeah. And I think that sometimes to your to Akina's point and to what you were saying, it kind of deters people from trying it, right? Because mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I start. So, you know, that's something maybe we can we can talk about later is maybe maybe where to start. Maybe we can actually cook something. You know, because I think people think Sounds oh good. my God, take me forever, right? To cook mm -hmm, this. Mm -hmm. Three things you just mentioned available you don't know now you got to do is cook them right right and cook for yourself okay. anyway you're gonna cook something right so okay so we are three minutes over i totally apologize guys this is season seven episode number 12 dr atkins is talking to us about plant-based lifestyle i'm definitely gonna have her back on you do have her ig handle up top there um if you want to follow her and learn more about um plant-based lifestyle or you know uh see you know, how she can help us benefit from a plant-based lifestyle. Now, Dr. Atkins, mm -hmm. I do have one more question for you. Okay. Always gets everybody and it has nothing to do with anything. So <laughs> I am a cat lady. I'm self-admitted. It's so it's, I'm over, you know, I, I admit it. I can't hide it anymore. So you know what they say about cats and curiosity. So my final question is, what is something you're curious about? Something I'm curious about. I hmm. told you it had nothing to do with anything, but I ask every guest that that's their last question. Oh, like, I guess I, I'm, I'm always curious about what people are thinking um, because like when, when I mentioned stuff about plant-based and they like just have this blank look over their face, like sometimes they don't necessarily tell me exactly what they're saying. They're thinking like they just may shake their head and nod or something like that. So I wish I can read, you know, people's minds, you know, sometimes you see them those things. So I know like if it's like really helping people or they're just like, she's nuts, you know, yeah. she's like, I think since I live in California, I always think of like Berkeley and the hippies and like the tree huggers. And I was like, people think that of me um, when I talk about that, but that like, just because we're talking about plant-based eating that that's what come about curiosity. Um, I, I, nothing, nothing else comes, comes to mind, but I do want to know, um, when you said cats, I was thinking of, you were going to ask me, did I like cats? And I was going to say, absolutely not. And I wonder Absol why you like cats. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'll tell you So I'll give you, I'll give you my cat story real quick. So, and, um, I don't know, everybody here doesn't necessarily know me specifically, but, um, <laughs> so I, you know, I lived in California too. So I was always, I grew up the zero to 17 and I had animals, dogs, cats, everything. And then when I moved to California, I lived in West Hollywood and I had a small apartment. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I can't get a dog because it wouldn't be fair to the dog because there's no um, mm -hmm. any of that. And so yeah. then someone was like, oh, you need to adopt this cat. 
And I was like, hmm, cat. And so I, <laughs> this cat, right, named Miles. And so I adopted the cat. And then someone else was like, a year later, they were like, oh my gosh, he's lonely. He's lonely. He needs another friend. He needs, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So then I got two cats. Oh God. And so I was like, oh, they're my babies. So I since moved. And uh, when I got married, I moved. And I brought both of my cats with me. And then, <laughs> I know this is crazy. Where I live, we had an outdoor cat that used to come all, all the way around. All around. Oh, gosh. And I felt bad for him or her. And then, so I, I started feeding the cats. And then I had two outdoor cats. And I've learned this whole thing about, um, yeah, CV says she yeah, has three. Oh, gosh. Um, I learned this whole thing about trap neutering and releasing them because, you know, I do want to do the right thing by the pet population. I'm a, you know, I don't want to, you know, uh, contribute to mayhem in, in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So I learned this whole thing about trap neutering and release where you trap them and you spay or neuter them. And then you can decide or, or, you know, between the shelter and yourself and, you know, this cat situation, whether they're able to be adopted or whether they need to be put back out on the street because they're too feral. Mm. And then I learned, like, their left ear is clipped if they've already been um, spaded or neutered and then let back oh. out into the population. So even though they're let back out into the population, they are not contributing to more mm. cats. So the Got goal it. is to not necessarily contribute to the pet and cat population. Yes, yes. Them, get them spaded or neutered to either get them so they can't contribute, you know, to, to animals. Because I feel like there's so many that need help anyway. Mm -hmm. Or to you know, to a shelter. But what is really funny, and I know we are way over with this whole cat situation now, but <laughs> you, I will tell you something. I tell everybody, this is so crazy. So you and I could be sitting here talking about solving world hunger. We, You could literally have the cure for solving world hunger. And we get, you know, 10 people, 20 people, when they go back and they view it, and 100 people, 200 people, 300 people, right? Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. When I put this up later, people will come back and they'll view our video, right? Yeah. When I put a cat video up, Dr. Atkins, I will get yes. people to me, they're cold. They're cold. What are you doing? <laughs> you and I could solve world hunger for 30 minutes. And people were like, yes, yes, Dr. Atkins, great information. The cats... <laughs> They the cats get all the attention. Oh they my gosh. They'll go viral. And I've put 30 <laughs> seconds up there. I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just like, oh my goodness. Because people, you know, just love animals, you know? I yes. Mean, lots of times more than people, right? So exactly. Um, it's just like, it's the craziest, wildest thing. So I always intertwine my cat stories with my people stories because. There's lots of, like me, like she's on here. She asked me like three questions and then she's like, oh, I have three cats, <laughs> you know? So it's like, it's just, I don't know. We're just cat people. So thanks V for standing up for me, <laughs> even though Dr. Atkins is not like cats. So I truly, I know 10 minutes, 10 minutes over your time and I apologize for that guy. 
and Dr. Atkins, I definitely want to, I'm, I'm going to touch base with you after this. I'm going to get this set up and all that. Um, and then I'm going to touch base with you, but I definitely want to schedule a time for you to come back on. You know, maybe we can try to go over some things, answer some questions from more detailed perspective. Maybe okay. we can have some things out, you know, for people can see kind of what, what that look, what this plant-based thing physically looks like in the mm -hmm, cabinet. Mm -hmm. I think maybe that would, um, help people kind of understand like what it is and how to make yeah. it happen in their own kitchen. So again, thank you so much for your time. And I will talk to you thank soon. Thank you. Am show season seven, episode number. Hi, Kaylee. Kylie. Kylie. I think I said Kylie. Hi. How are you, girl? <laughs> um, this is, who am I? This is season seven, episode number 12. Dr. Atkins from California talking to us about plant-based lifestyle. Make sure you go follow her and check out this episode that's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Apple Podcast. And of course, it is now here going to be on IG Live. Thanks a lot. And everybody be good to yourself and each other. Bye-bye.